All right, we are rolling. Episode six, no theme music. You want to take it away? Welcome to Time to Woke Up. I'm Corey. I'm Eric. Another fireside chat. This cat. I know. Is also, everywhere. I have to. I have to cough. Can you cut it out? Uh, no, I cough, cough away from the mic. <laughs> oh, that was a weird cough. God, you're such a douche. <laughs> you really are. What are we talking about tonight? Okay, we are going to talk about social media. Mm, my favorite. I know. You know what we should do about social media? We talk about. Let's quickly just tell like where we stand. Like, what do we have? What do mm. we use? Mm. And what our relationship is with it? Because I actually think we're a little bit different than most people. Yeah. So things we do not have. We do not have Snapchat. No. And we do not have TikTok. We have- I have. I actually have TikTok downloaded, oh. but I've never used it. All right. We'll delete. But it. I have it. No. It's kind of like when I when I found out they were going to tell people you can't have it anymore. Oh, you went and got it when they well, okay. I think they, they that didn't happen. Oh, I don't know if it did. But I had it actually a week. I was going to use it for my work to right. connect with students. But. Well, we don't really have TikTok. No. We don't have Snapchat. No. We um I have a Facebook page for my old business. Eric. What? You never use it though. What do you use? What Facebook page do you use, Eric? Oh, I check in on yours. Oh, that's right. There's two things that interest me about your Facebook. The community page for the town in which we live in. Yes. Which is just which is awful. Ample entertainment. I mean, it's there's... like leaping into a volcano <laughs> on purpose. And then it's, being mad that it's so hot. You have to be in an emotionally stable place before you go no, into our town No, I read it when, I, when I'm mad. Like oh when the kids God. piss me off and then I come out from putting them to bed, I'm like, I'm going to read the fucking forum. Yeah. yeah. I don't say anything. Also, I can't comment because it'll say that you said it. Yeah, thanks for that, though. <laughs> so I read that. And then there's also like an industry group, um, like an industry trade group that for a business I used to own. Mm-hmm. But I don't you really like to poke around in there, see what's going uh, not on. Not so much anymore. Yeah. And and I just recently I don't I have an Instagram. Yeah. I don't post a lot. I used to, it was for my business. I was right. a wedding photographer. And I recently got rid of my iPhone and I no longer have the social media accounts mm-hmm. available on my phone. And so I don't see them often. And we don't mm-hmm. we don't um we we don't really tweet. We're not Twitter people. I oh, but you're on Twitter. I follow three people. I see you looking on there. Three people. I, I follow Dr. Scott Gottlieb. Yeah. For coronavirus updates. Up. I follow Governor Ned Lamont, who's the governor of the great state of Connecticut. Some people state. all fired up. I'm not saying one. I like him or hate him. I'm just well, saying yeah, I follow him. Announcements. Because yeah. he posts like the daily coronavirus updates. Yes, yes, yes. And I follow Barstool Sports. I think the awesome. three pillars of news. <laughs> exactly. I mean, really, what do you? what else do you need? So my point is we're not like hugely into social right. media. I have Facebook and Instagram and my Instagram is the happiest place to be. You have a very positive Instagram. My it's Instagram all, um, is popping. I got to tell you, and- I don't even know if that's a thing people say now, but I feel like it is just a great place for me to be. Yeah. And, but that is by design and it's taken me a while to get there. So I do want to mention a little bit about that today. Are you doing okay over there, Eric? I'm just fixing my microphone. Oh, okay. And then also I have Facebook, which I have to say, I went through a long time not liking, but I'm a little bit more into Facebook lately. It's just a different place. I don't talk to anyone. I get a lot of information. I'm in the a chicken chatter group on well, Facebook. Chicken chatter is helpful. So we have five hens and a rooster we may not be able to keep our rooster for very long if it keeps growing all the time. But so I learn a lot from the chicken chatter page and there are a lot of 
people from a previous job I had that are pretty active on Facebook and I like seeing their things. And then I follow minimal. Well, it's the, the, my former students. So I get to see what they're doing and they're pretty active. And then I follow some minimalist mom. We're also minimalist. We can talk about that sometime. That's not really a, you know, a woke thing. (laughs) We like less shit the better. Uh, So anyway, my, so as part of my eating disorder recovery has been body image and body acceptance. And I really think you hear body positivity thrown out a lot. And I think it's great if people can really love and enjoy their body and look at their body and think, wow, I look great more often than not. But my initial goal and really honestly still my goal right now is body neutrality, just a body acceptance. This is my body. This is who I am today. And I'm going to live my life because I'm worth having an awesome life. I have filled my Instagram feed with people like that. Right. And it is an awesome, awesome place. Well, you can – what you have proven is you can take the toxic out of social media. The yeah. problem is probably many-fold, but the two-fold problem is, one, people like myself will feed off the toxicity. Yes, you which like Which is that. why I can't be on it. Yes, because I will purposely follow. So we all do this. You hate follow people. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I stopped. I, I So I ended up, again, I'm not really on it anymore, especially my Instagram, but I ended up deleting a ton of people because I only followed them because I hated the way yeah. that they you lived You hate follow. Lives. Yeah. 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 Like people who. I don't have any of that anymore. I followed this one girl. I don't even know how I ended up following her, but she was, <laughs> she's like a meal prepper. Yeah. And like, yes, I know meal prepping makes you quite angry. Her Tupperware. It's so depressing. I think we should do a whole episode about how we could get you to just relax a little because <laughs> you really are wound up tight. Not a relaxed person. I know. I never have been. You know, know. that. It's that's been 10 true. years. That's true. I forget the point I was making, but I hate people who meal prep. Well, and it's, but it's hard. It's hard to let go of the hate yes. followers. Yes. You follow and, them because it makes you feel better. But at the same time, it makes you feel worse. Oh, I think a lot of people ourselves? feel worse. And. I have a, a good friend who made a comment the other day, which I just I have not stopped thinking about. So she said we were talking about, I think, women in general. And and I I don't even know if we're talking about social media, but she said, man, doesn't it kind of feel like we've come full circle in women? You know, we're staying home. We were supposed to watch the kids and we had to keep everything perfect. Then we, you know, had these feminist movements where we were, were working. We're, you know, now we're out of the home and we're, and she said, doesn't it feel like with social media, we have come full circle where now we have to look perfect again. And now not only do we have to look perfect and our kids have to look perfect and we have to put meals on the table, they all have to be, fucking pinterest ready mm-hmm. colored well you know photographed well and we also have to fucking work on top of it all so that you just add 40 hours a week into the 50s model and then you add social media and but there that's are women we, who buy into it like who's that girl i the follow majority, a previous Eric, client the majority of, of people yeah i i don't think it i don't think it's the minority of people buying into no, it i think it's just i mean and I just haven't stopped thinking about that since she mentioned it. I, I just keep thinking, oh, my gosh, we really have. We have come full circle. I, I think in this case, we were talking specifically about women, just that we are now expected to look perfect, act perfect, be home doing all the things and then photograph it well to prove to everyone else that we're doing all but the here's perfect the, things. Here's the thing, though. It's actually not proved to everyone. It's proved to other women. Well, Yeah. So there's this like, 
there's this old cliche of like the girl in like the tight, uh, you know, I don't know any, any outfit, right? Like the tight dress or the low cut to her boobs are out or she's thin and she's got the, the high shorts and everything. And she's walking by and the, and the cliche is like the guy is like walking with his, uh, you know, with his wife and he like turns and like looks at her as she walks by, like he's checking out the other woman. Right. That's not what happens. The guy stays facing forward. It's the other woman who looks. Yes. So I feel like these women, like I was just saying before, I have a former client of mine and she'll never hear this and she won't know what I'm talking about her. But she posted this photo of I showed it to you. Remember? Yeah, I know what you're talking she, about. Her hair was done. She definitely went to like the salon to get a blowout, which I don't think you can even do anymore. Right? She's sitting in this corner chair with like a light blanket draped over the armchair. She's looking at like a muslin skin notepad, and her outfit is perfect, and her makeup is perfect, and the window lighting is perfect. And the caption was, "My five year old just happened to catch a photo of me planning for the day." I was like, no, we didn't. Like, what are you talking about? She posted that for other women yeah. to see, to feel bad about the fact that they didn't have this right. like, well, photo well, taken. Yeah, women care about other women. But but why? It's, that's crazy. Well, that, I mean, that just all, it all comes back to these. Because men care about what women think. What do you mean? Like, a man does things in his life to impress women. Right. Women do things in their lives to impress other women. It's very interesting. Yes. Basically, no one's trying to impress men. That's what it comes down to. Well, I mean, I think women want to be desired by men if they're if they're heterosexual. But I think if you gave the average woman, especially when you're bringing social media into a choice, they'd rather they'd rather impress a woman than be desired by a man. Yeah. And it just, okay, this is just a side note. We went sledding today, and I'm, my brain is feeling a bit sluggish. <sighs> we like, did I'm feeling we went a little major like, sledding. Went hard, today. yeah, with those really big. And our yeah. our young kids really, yeah, they did great. Yeah, but just yeah. I'm a little, I'm feeling a little brain foggy right now. The sledding, really yeah, did. I think it was just yeah. sledding. I'm just tired, but <laughs> I just, I mean, if I'm not sounding t- totally on my game, I want you to know why. Sledding. I went way up this massive hill. Multiple we went to times. a very large hill. Okay. So, the, so you're assuming that I am I am in a tight dress and I want other women to look at me. But what you're missing in that assumption is I don't that, think it's you want other women to look at you. I think it's you want other women to feel bad that they don't look like you. No, and I don't no, mean no, no, you no. as in court. No, no, no. I know. No. You're misinterpreting it. I am comparing myself to other women. I am afraid of looking worse than other women it is always at least it has been for me and the people that i have taken the time to talk to about this it is almost never i want to look better than that woman because i want to knock her down that's not what it is it's i want to look as good as i think other people do it's an internal battle with myself and wanting to look good and meet the the status quo or meet the societal norm. It's not about and again, I mean we've t- we've talked about this I think in multiple episodes now. There's always the anomaly of the people that are just assholes. Like there's always the woman who's like I'm fucking awesome and everyone sucks. But I think the majority of people and and I I don't struggle with this as much, but I absolutely used to, especially in the heyday of my eating disorder. I mean, I walk into a room and I figure out, it, like, am I the largest person in the room? 
that's all that used to be very much what I was aware of. So I would go to the library with the kids. Where do I stand in the range of these other moms? No, it's taken me a long time to stop comparing to try to just be in the moment that that really doesn't matter at all, does it? Like it's not going to affect my time at the library with my kids again pre COVID, but. See, men walk into a room and they say, am I the richest person in this room? Right. But no, I never am. <laughs> right, but societally, that's your pressure, right? But that's what right? we look for. It's like, so, that guy has a nicer outfit than me. He looks like a, a business person. Maybe he has a better car than right. me. So I need to be very aware and of that's, that guy. So, you're, so for men, it's career and and salary or, or So is income. that what men post to social media more? I guess, do we post photos of our Mercedes Probably. and our Range I mean, Rovers? And, I don't know. We'd have to look at, you know, I'm sure there have been studies done at what. So, so and this comes on. I know you love this to the patriarchy, right? So, so once, and I was reading, oh, I have my, I had one of my other books out. So I was reading The Guilty Feminist today. And in, in the first chapter, which I, I, I am past, but in the first chapter, and I have to read more about this, but basically men and women were equal. We talked about this before about the patriarchy, that men and women were considered equal, that women used to go in a lot of cultures, used to go hunting or do all of the hunting. And, and so until, supposedly the plow came and that women and their upper body strength couldn't push the plow and all of a sudden men dominated the labor portion and women were well, back I don't, at home. I mean, I, I don't, I think this is way off. Who wrote this book? So, uh, what about hunter? What about men? What about cavemen going out to hunt while the women gathered and watched the, the young right, cave but can people? I, did you like, have you read a lot about that or is that just societally what we've been told? Because I doubt you've read a lot of cave people. I mean, people I don't know literature. if society is forcing their opinions of cavemen on me. I think it's just what I think we it's gather the fucking from patriarchy. Don't patriarchy. you think a a man writing the history book is going to write? Oh, by the way, bitches stay in the cave. I was out there getting the big moose. <laughs> I would so rather be in the cave. Yeah, hanging well, out by the fire. You know what? It's real easy to say on that the walls. while you're lapping up the patriarchy, <laughs> while you're at work, while you're driving on the road. It's way easy. If I to was going to open up a gay bar, I would call it the patriarchy really is that not a great name for a gay bar i don't think it's a good name for a gay bar. for a male gay bar the patriarchy we're just gonna hate we're just gonna dominate women <laughs> i think i don't know it's I guess the, it doesn't the work. anti-patriarchy the I think, matriarchy i, I think you should call it the I matriarchy think, okay. i think there needs to be a physical place someone opens called the patriarchy i don't know yeah. what you do and then there. people I just burn be a it gay down. bar i would go and just burn it down so okay they should sell bras so you, so you have to oh my god so <laughs> Eric, it's just so bad, Eric. We have it's to wrap so this bad. up. This oh is Oh, my long. God. I have so many things to say. <laughs> well, you've got to say them in 38 seconds. Oh, God. Okay. So it's coming back to the patriarchy. where So once women were stayed at home, watched the kids, and the men started doing the labor, then the men started making income and providing, and the women became then kind of objects, kind of kept things like for the man, then you see all this literature, you know, come out where women are property of men. There's a dowry given when there's when when people get married. I mean, so women have become physical objects and their bodies are part of an exchange like for a man. And you're seeing that play out when women are comparing themselves. I mean, are we am I waking up and me and thinking about the history of the patriarchy and why I want to be desirable to men? No, I'm not. But it's there in almost every single woman, I think, in Western culture. That's there. Just the same as when you go into a room and you're sizing up who has the nicest car and who has the best job and who makes the most money. That is 
the patriarchy telling you, you must provide for your family. The more you make, the fancier stuff you have, the better you are as a provider. And I know for a fact you feel all of that. I don't really... I mean, maybe I bought into it more so when I was younger. But you feel it. You don't have to buy into it, but you feel it. Right. I mean, I know all of those things now. I still feel them. It's whether or not I act on them. So I now almost exclusively value my relationship with my kids. Right. Like, that's why we don't have fancy cars. This is we want to send them to a nice school. And that's why we don't have a huge house. And that's why we don't have to put pictures of our Range Rovers on. But that took us time to get there. Right. I mean, and we were consciously working on what are our priorities as a family, Right. As humans, what do we want to give back to the world? And what are we willing to sacrifice in order to get those things or do those things? But we all feel it. We all live in the patriarchy. And I think it's, I mean, as I'm talking, I'm realizing, I think it's a misconception that the patriarchy benefits men wholly. I mean, certainly men benefit from living in it. But there are things that you experience or just the fact that men aren't supposed to cry or you have to man up. And, you know, don't don't tell me how you're feeling. Just push through it. But then you know, are we talking about a structure that now exists to benefit no one? Because that doesn't work. Well, certainly men benefit by getting paid more, dominating certain job areas and markets, having the they, you know, make substantially more. I mean, it still benefits a group of people wholly, but that doesn't mean that. I think the world would all benefit if we could break it down, but. This was supposed to be about social media. What should we talk about next episode? Oh, I don't know. I know you're really chomping at the bit. Oh, really? I don't, I don't know what I'm talking Oh, you really, really want to grill me for why I care too much about black people. <laughs> that makes me sound terrible. Well, I... I was most passionate about the late J League. I know you were. Uh, no, we can do race okay. again. We can talk about white privilege and yeah. my white guilt. Sure. Sure. All right. Well, we'll see you when? Next time? Tomorrow night? Well, this is time to woke up. This is Corey. I'm Eric. Thanks for joining us. Adios.